Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to WHIP Radio's Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Corey Parker, here with the one and only Rachel, Rachel Avalard. Yes, yes. How are you doing, Rachel? It's Monday. It's a good Monday, I think. I think I'm really... First of all, I've been on a high for like the past week, okay? okay. And the high is still going. I think I'm going to just keep riding this high for as long as I humanly can. Okay. Um... Because I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm so like, happy. how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. This was a yeah. good morning. I'm excited. Um, today's Monday, you know, start of the week. I'm going home this week. I'm super excited oh, for right. Yes. right, 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 right. Yes. Oh, damn. You're really excited, huh? I'm very yeah, excited yeah. because I get to go home. I get to drive. I get to see my family. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's so many things to look forward to. So it's a good day. Um, I started off the day well. I drank some hot water to avoid those voice cracks. I. <laughs> pretty frequently. Yeah, you love them voice cracks. Okay. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. The I shade is unreal, Rachel. <laughs> but no, y'all know I have voice cracks every now and then, but that hot water really got my vocal cords ready. Good. Good. You good, know, good, 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 so good. I'm here for it. But let's do a little lowdown before we get into the real news and the entertainment. Do you want to start us off? I mean, why not? Why not? Let's get it. Let's get okay. it. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> uh, the weather this morning is actually pretty nice. I'm having a good time. Please, truly. pretty nice. It's windy. Barely that. Like, I could have gone without my jacket today. For That's real. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, today is actually pretty nice. Let me pull up the weather for you guys right now because I never check the weather before I leave the house. And that's why I'm always unprepared. So, um, today the high is going to be 42 and the low is going to be 36. It's cloudy today. That's it. That's the weather. And That's it's that. windy. It's, it's cloudy and Corey thinks it's windy. It was, but it could be where maybe I was, the direction I was walking from. You know it what? It was a lot of wind. Yeah. Where your dorms are, there are always like wind tunnels because there are so many tall buildings over there. Um, and then the wind kind of intensifies in those areas. It's ruthless. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's ruthless. Very, very much so. Um, but, yeah, that's it for the weather, guys. So get your little sweaters on. Get your little light jackets on. Okay? It's a good day. Right? Um, back uh, over to club announcements. Okay? The BSU. Shout out to Corey. She is the event coordinator for BSU. Co-event coordinator. Oh, co-event. Oh, she, yeah, got, she got a team. Okay? A team. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today, BSU will have their vision board event in the Howard Student Center uh, Cinema from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So guys, be sure to show up for that. And for um, our second piece of club announcements, we have Debate Club. They're going to be in the Student Center as well. Room 206 from 8 p.m. to from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. Oh, that's late. You guys are going to be fighting at 8 p.m. to <laughs> 10 p.m. That's- I know. That's crazy late. Yo, that's the time you want to debate? Okay. All right. So um, Debate Club and BSU today, guys, if you want to get involved with your school, really get involved, okay? You can add this to your resume. You can just yap about it to your friends, to your family, keep everybody proud. You know what I mean? So get involved in your school because it's not here for no reason. All right? So on to Temple News. Number one, according to NBC... Let's get it. <laughs> this is this sucks too. Temple is currently under investigation um, for alleged um, discrimination happening on campus, and uh, this was in regard to the uh, whole anti-Semitism situation on campus. Temple is one of many universities right. being investigated right now um, because of the Israel-Hamas war. Temple University, if you are found guilty of these allegations, shame on you. Shame on you. 
I know there's a lot of drama happening on campus. Um, a, a lot of these colleges really where people are, you know, kind of taking stances for what they believe in, which everyone has the right to do. But once you start attacking other people, that is a problem. That's a problem. So It is a problem for sure. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Like, we need to stop this immediately if it's still happening. Yeah, to dude. any students that experience this, my heart goes out to you. I'm so, so sorry. You shouldn't be feeling this way on your campus, let alone a place that's kind of supposed to be your home temporarily for the next four, three, two, or one years, depending on what year you are. So I'm super sorry about that. And our, not, I was about to say condolences. I, my apologies are sent to you. Yeah, for sure. On, on behalf of Temple University. On behalf um, of Temple and WHIP. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This and is wake ridiculous. up call. And wake up, like literally, I don't think anyone um, deserves to feel unsafe where no. they live, where they attend school. So, And I think as... African-Americans, we can say that, too, because there have been, I think, obviously, completely different situation. We experienced it because of our skin color. But feeling, you know, completely disrespected solely based on your identity, something you can't necessarily change, it's uncomfortable, it's terrible, and no one should experience this. So the fact that you guys are experiencing this, I'm so, so sorry, and y'all shouldn't be feeling this way at all. And Temple, if you're guilty of this, this is crazy. We need to do better. Yeah, yeah. Innocent people are the real victims here, for real. Uh, all the innocent people. Um, so that that's all for Temple news, guys. Um, but on to Philadelphia news, okay? Uh, More sad news, yeah, folks. guys. This is a rough day, I think. <laughs> um, uh, Corey and I are sending our condolences to the Philadelphia police officer who lost his life after a suspect shot him uh, Friday night. Uh, he was shot by the deceased officer's partner, actually, during a confrontation inside one of the neighborhood stores. So, and that's the suspect. The suspect was killed yeah, yeah. by the deceased officer's um, partner. I mean, shout out to the partner, for real. Shout out to the partner. <laughs> um, you, you did what you had to do, but this whole right. thing is a hot mess. So, um, and of course, this is not, it's not just about one police officer. This is about all the police officers in Philadelphia and even at Temple University, you know, just doing hard work, like objectively hard. I don't care how you feel about the cops. It's objectively hard work. Um, so shout out to all the people that are pretty much on the front lines of our city, trying to keep the city clean, trying to, you know, get the city together and putting your life on the line for us. Like you have to have a lot of courage to do something like that. That is not something anybody's willing to do regularly. So the fact that y'all are willing to do this, willing to put your lives on the line for us is extremely honorable. And thank you for that. Thank you for your dedication to our safety. Thank you for your dedication to just protect us and be our, just someone that we can rely on to just keep us safe. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, seriously. Um, So guys, next and last for Philadelphia news, um, guys, it's a messy Monday. Okay, this right. is a messy Monday. Um, there's a warning out for hepatitis. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> specifically in Philly, Please. filing the diagnosis of a worker at Shoprite, the Shoprite that I go to, too, Are the one in Oxford. This is one of the ones that I go to. Oh, um, get away from me! What? No, <laughs> I wish you didn't tell me that part. <laughs> My main one is in Sheltenham, though, so don't worry about it. This I've been to like a couple times before. Not though. recently. Not not in the past like three weeks. We're gonna say that. So between 
January 4th and January 24th? Oh, yes. No, I haven't been. Okay. I haven't been. Um, But uh, someone at ShopRite um, was diagnosed with hepatitis A. The Philadelphia Department of Public Health, they're recommending that anyone who has handled raw beef or pork or has eaten undercooked beef or pork purchased from that specific store between January 4th and January 21st need to get your hepatitis A vaccine. Guys, It's I know it's one of the closest shopping centers, especially when we're considering uh, this area, but get yourselves checked out okay because people are dirt uh people have gone through a lot not people are dirty people have got people things happen okay do you get <laughs> raw meat from there um from the one closest to me usually yeah and have i'm really you ever picky. gotten it from this oxford this one i've picked up cooked meat from here so i'm whoo barely getting by right <laughs> i was about to say rachel <laughs> the door's right there. Barely getting by. But guys, get checked, okay? We live in the city. Um, it's very populated. A lot of things are being passed around, um, especially this time of year. So guys, get checked out and get your vaccine, all right? No, but, literally. <laughs> but guys, um, that's all for the lowdown this morning. Um, Philly News, Temple News, Club Announcements, and weather, guys. So right. tune in every morning if you want to get updated on those, even if it's, for, if it's for a blip of time. You know, now you got your lowdown. You all right, your lowdown. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so guys, after this break we're going to come back and talk about um ooh, some tea regarding legalities of clothing lines for babies and we're also going to talk about um celebrity gossip Woo! so <laughs> guys enjoy this music okay we're gonna play some good tunes for you and um yeah yeah <laughs> good morning everyone and welcome back to whip radio's wake up call like we said earlier i'm your host Corey parker here with the one and only Rachel Abelard. It is time for segment two. And it's time for us to talk about the real, real news. I'm super excited to talk about this and hear Rachel's point of view on this story. It's very interesting. So to give you guys a little summary, Kite Baby, which is a bamboo clothing line made specially for babies and toddlers, is currently under fire after their response to an employee who requested time off to cater to her NICU and premature newly adopted baby. Okay, are you following? Mm-hmm. Because this employee has worked at the company for at least six months, she's eligible to take two weeks of maternity leave. However, because her baby was sick, she requested to work at home to take care of the sick baby, and that request was denied. As a result, many customers were frustrated with the handling of the situation, confused on how a company whose mission was to provide for babies with health issues refused to allow a mother to cater to their child who was experiencing major health issues. And just to give you guys some background, this clothing line was created for babies and toddlers that have eczema, which is very, very sensitive skin, very, very dry skin. I actually have eczema myself, so like... I do. Me too, bro. I'm dealing with a breakout right now. I'm so upset. No, there's literally this o- ointment that the doctor gave me that basically. What kind of ointment? I have to t- take a picture or check my yes, thing. Yes, let me know, please. I'll show you. Okay. Because yeah. no, my whole back was black. Really? Yes. My like chest area was black. My arm was black. Really? My hands, my hands. I don't even want to show you my hands. My hands are going through it. My arms are always going through it. The winter is like... It's even worse. Yeah. And yeah. she taught me like a new skincare regimen oh good oh we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about it but yeah go ahead but anyway (laughs) um like i said the mission for this company is to cater to babies and toddlers that are experiencing skin issues um so like i said many customers were confused on how they're doing this and treating this mother that's also their employee like this 
So many customers considered the company's response as a, quote, values misalignment. The president of Kite Baby actually responded to these customers' comments and said an apology video, and she addressed the issue. But this whole situation, to me, poses the question on when companies stop following their values, do we stop going? That's hard because some companies are, they fulfill some things that customers require that other companies can't fulfill. You know what I mean? Um, Not that this is the only company that focuses on, you know, natural products for the skin and specific skin conditions. It's not like this is the only company, but it did have a cult following like many other, um, you know, companies for infants and whatnot. You know what I mean? Um, These companies tend to have a cult following because as a parent, I'm sure it's hard to um, find something that you trust. You know what I mean? Find something that you can stick to. And once people find that one thing, they really stick to it. So um, it's, it's, I I wouldn't stop going, um, but I'll definitely try to hold them accountable as a customer. Right. Um, Specifically, if they're the only company that has done my baby well or done my skin well, I can't just toss it aside. You know what I mean? What do you what would you do? Like, no, I don't think I would stop going necessarily solely because, like you said, I've gotten used to their products. Now I need to go search for a new company that can do the same thing. Um, But for convenience purposes, I don't think I could do that, especially if I've known you to really cater to my child. And if I was a parent, my child is my world. And so I trust that you could, you know, cater to my child. And even if you're treating your employees like this, which sucks, I've kind of put my trust in you to create and produce great products that can benefit my child. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think I could stop if their values are not aligned with what I, I guess, thought from the beginning they were right. if that makes sense right but i definitely see where a lot of parents are coming from and didn't you say you saw something about how people were saying that this issue is actually a result of a problem with american parenthood yeah so there was someone on cnn that actually wrote an opinion piece um the author's name is elena shepherd um she wrote an opinion piece stating that this isn't um a a corporate issue with Kite Baby. This is um, an issue with American parenthood. And pretty much, you know, she's trying to say that um, it, it's it's a lot more of a structural issue um, than it is corporate, which I disagree personally. I think it's a very shallow take when you're considering that it's a, it's, it's a, there's a whole feedback loop with, the structures that we live in and how we contribute to it. Right. So if the corporate, the companies are going to continue to put their employees on the back burner, then that's going to continue to be the structure in which we abide by. I mean, it's, it's pretty that A plus B equals C, you know what I mean? Um, Right. So uh, truly, do we know the, um, the position that this employee held at all? Do we know? What do you mean? Like, what did they do at this place to be denied remote work, to be fired when requested. Like, were they important? Well, what they said, what the article said is they requested this time off, but it was denied um, because the work that this employee does could not be done at home. Doubt it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Doubt it. It's so frustrating too, especially especially when you're a, a a company that's focused on babies. That is so frustrating. How are you? Do you not see yourself? I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, in a way, right? The opinion piece is making a point, right? Because there are so many companies, um, and even just uh, in terms of how we handle parents and parenthood. People don't, not many people get maternity leave. You know what I mean? Which is surprising. That's what I'm saying. You know, in like another country, I don't remember what country it is. They, like all parents get maternity leave. Like it's mandatory. They actually get breaks, like mental health part of their days and everything. Have you heard about that? I have. Um, I know, I I remember hearing about uh, Czech Republic. They have 28 weeks. Hungary for has, maternity leave? Yes, dude. Paid that's, maternity leave. That's like almost a whole school year. Yes. So more than 120 nations provide paid maternity leave, okay? Come um, on, U.S. And uh, I don't know what our, the the legal aspect of the, U, uh, the U.S. and how we approach uh, maternity leave, but obviously it's an issue, right? Um, so Hungary, Czech Republic, Canada, I believe they can have up to five months of paid maternity leave. Um, China, 14 weeks at 80 to 100% of the pay. So, like, there are many different... We see examples of this working out well in other countries. We see examples of this. But you know what I think the problem is? I think America's focused on the money. Other countries are very much focused on the well-being of their people. Like, think about it. Even down to the food. We have a lot of processed foods. Our portions are absolutely humongous. But if you go to another country... Their portions are significantly smaller. Their food is still good. It's not as processed as it is here in America. Same thing with, like, medical treatment. It's been proven that there are certain treatments for various diseases. However, I've seen it on TikTok, so I don't know if it's completely true. But people on TikTok have said, we have treatments to a lot of these diseases. We have the cure, but America's system doesn't want us to get the cure because they're getting money by us going through these extended treatment processes you get what i'm saying Mm. which is sad because we're tearing our health up solely for the country to get money pretty much and it comes back to the money thing like for maternity leave by having two weeks of paid maternity leave enables companies to keep their money yeah yeah and not have to spend it it does but then like in 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 all of the studies when it comes to four-day work weeks maternity leaves these companies have only benefited in the long run in, in, in the short term, yeah, maybe they lose out on money. Maybe they, they don't make as much as they could have. But everything positive in the world, such as treating your employees well, um, going green, okay, being more sustainable, it has high initial cost but long-term savings. And it's not rocket science. I mean, people are practicing this around the world, and as far as I'm concerned, it's going well for them. So why can't we try practicing it as well? And especially, especially, right, because this isn't just a random factory. This isn't just a random, like, you are a company for babies. You need, by default, to be a little more sensitive towards those with babies on your staff team. I, I don't get it. Um, right now, I'm actually taking a course called, like, uh, business ethics. The professor legal ethical le- something uh, ethics. I forget the name. It's of the legal guy. ethical and <laughs> reasoning in business. I think something like that. Something like that. I forget because the the name isn't on my canvas. It's just my professor's name. But um, right now we're actually talking about corporate personhood and um, the is that CSR? No, 
no, no. Um, but right now we're talking about corporate personhood and kind of the obligations that corporations have to the world around them, right? And we had this debate in class where we had to sit there and think, like, what are the pros and cons of companies being held to a certain standard, right? So, Corey, personally, do you think that corporations should be obligated to um, consider the world around them uh, and, and, and kind of invest in their stakeholders? So stakeholders being customers, stakeholders right. being the environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Not everyone has a stake. Right. So do you think um, corporations have an obligation to that or do they just have an obligation to maximizing profit? Because there are two different sides, like, and some people are dead set on what they believe. I mean, I feel like, I'm trying to think. I mean, if I had the funds, extra funds, I, okay, I think that's my answer. It depends on where you are financially. If you're on the fence and struggling, I think you should really only focus on your company. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to make a good profit, cater to your employees, help your company grow, I think you should focus on the environment and other things as well. But it solely depends, I think, on your personal financial status. If you're broke, why would you work towards the environment if you can't even fend for yourself? Right, right, right. So simply put, this company that we're talking about right now has 100% an obligation to stakeholders, including employees, the world around them, and us as customers. I agree. Yeah, okay. But I also think, okay, Talking about stakeholders, what do you think the order should be? I think, gosh, I'm going to sound like a tree hugger, bro. I think, honestly, large corporations, the first um, concern should be the environment. And I only say this because we feed off of the environment to feed um, ourselves. We feed off the environment to feed our companies to make money, okay? Um, so if you're just, like, indiscriminately you know, dumping your waste, um, you know, chopping down trees and da da da, da, da. that's not going to be much left for you in the right. future or your future business endeavors. I think you need to, that's, that's your first priority. And then from there, I think it should be um, investors. I think investors should be next on that list because they're the ones that both support your company and um require money back right so the second on that list is kind of money low-key low-key and then third on that list will be the customers um or the customers and then fourth on that list will be the employees this is hard this is really hard that it's is hard. hard yeah because they're all i feel like they're all equally important you know what i mean um because i was thinking the almost the complete opposite what what what? What were you thinking? Because I'm thinking I need to feed into my employees and investors first because those are the ones that are helping me make the money. Yeah. That would then enable me to provide to the environment. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, bro. It's hard. And that's why there was a whole debate. So the um, CEO of Whole Foods actually got into it with another CEO because oh. Whole Foods, their priority is actually customers. They are a customer-centric kind of um 
that's kind of their their thing, right? You and feel they, it though. Have you been into Whole Foods? Yes, girl. I feel taken care of. Like no, they're great, dude. I feel taken care of. So they donate a bunch of money to various like philanthropic efforts. Um, they they say that they care about the customers the most, and you know the experience when walking around. Da 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 da. And there was another CEO. I forget his name, and it's frustrating the life out of me. But he ended up responding to the CEO of Whole Foods, and he's like, dude. Your responsibility is to your investors. This business is because the investors, you should be making money for the investors and everything else will fall in line. Anything else is just a distraction from the work at hand, making the most money possible. And I saw both sides, but it's just, I don't know, it's gross and messy. I don't think you can really do many ethical things under capitalism as a whole. Um, But again, with stuff like maternity leave, we see examples of other countries, other nations doing it successfully. I think we're capable of doing it. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think that's great. Because it's like, dude, it's it's a given. It's a given. I don't know. I don't know. But no, this, is whole inter- this whole story was very, very interesting. Many different parts to it. Definitely brings up a bigger issue that we're facing here in the country. Um, really think about priorities, I think, for companies. Like, what are your priorities? Um, and then go from there. I think that's like the first step. Yeah. And figure out your values (laughs) as well. But that's all we have today for our real news. Up next, we have entertainment news. There's so much to talk about. Nicki Minaj and Megan Stallion beef. I don't know if you're up to date with that, but it's T. Krishan Rock's new tattoo. There's so much to talk about, and I can't wait. And then following that, we have Who's Awake with us. We have a great interview with someone very, very cool. So I'm super excited for that as well. But don't go just yet, folks. We have some music for y'all to listen to, and then we'll be back in just a few. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to WHIP Radio's Wake Up Call. My name is Corey Parker, and I'm here with the one and only Rachel Abelard. I wish y'all just saw her peace sign. (laughs) Anyway, it's time to get into some entertainment news. This entertainment news today is piping hot. It's hot. Yes, it is. It's Super hot. Rachel, I don't even know which one to start with. Honestly? Okay, let's start with the one that's, like, the least exciting, and then we'll just amp it up, amp it up, amp it up, amp it up. So which one are you most passionate about? Which one am I most passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't even know. (laughs) They're tea. Okay, let's start with number two. Let's do it. So, and we're only starting with number two because I had beef with this girl. Because she took my man. Oh, that was your man? (laughs) Who was that man? She's talking about Taylor Swift, by the way, guys. (laughs) Lord. Taylor Swift took my man, Travis Kelsey. Lord. You didn't, I feel like you knew this. He, I I do remember you saying that. And then that day, that was like the first couple of weeks that we knew each other. You were like, Travis Kelsey is my man. And I'm like, oh, okay, she watches sports. Literally, the next segment, you were like, I know nothing about sports. (laughs) You're like, I don't know him. I only know, I only know Travis Kelsey. That is my man. He's cute, he's cute, he's cute. Period, point blank. Yeah. He was, he's only good looking with the beard, though. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. Only good looking with the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he's, he's mid. Yeah, he looks like. <laughs> but um, anyway, I saw this thing that said Taylor Swift could possibly sway the 2024 election outcome, according to a new poll. <laughs> like what? Isn't that crazy? It, it is crazy. Um, how, what I need to know what this poll looks like. That's that's my thing. Like so bad because 
I guess her her fans, she has a huge fan base. Right. So anything she says or does, they will kind of follow, which I guess that makes sense. It's so funny. People literally said not only does she have the music industry, she also has the NFL. Because, listen, people were so mad at that because people are watching the football game with the Chiefs yesterday, right? And they kept putting the camera on Taylor Swift. Like, please. And even on, like, TMZ Unlocked, Hollywood Unlocked, and all these different, like, um, platforms, social media platforms, the only thing they were showing after the game was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey kissing. That is so... People were like, you're not even showing his mother that was there (laughs) day one. He, she literally produced this man. He produced two NFL two players. Two NFL Come players. Come on now. And you're praising Taylor Swift? But according to this poll that was conducted by Redfield and Wilton Strategies, it showed that 18% of voters said they're more likely or significantly likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. Why? Like, please, someone give a why. But the data also showed that 17% of people said that they would be less likely to vote for a candidate if it was backed by Taylor Swift. Again, why? Like, let's let's think about it real quick. Okay, your favorite celebrity just endorsed a candidate. Or your least favorite celebrity. Why does that impact how you feel about the candidate? We need to stop with this hive mind BS. We really do. Like... You like Taylor Swift, but chances are you guys don't see eye to eye on about five topics. But they're like following her like she's their leader type of thing. Girl, that's not cute. That's not cute. You can be a fan, but don't let these people sway your political decisions and your stance on your livelihood. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Because at the end of the day, she's not Taylor and I, we don't have the same life experiences. So Hello. chances are, politically, we are not going to see eye to eye. I can love her music. I went to see her live. I, I, I stood outside of the Lincoln while she performed. I didn't see her live. I heard her live. But, dude, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, oh, she's a fan of Biden? Oh, t- sign me up. Like, dude. I don't know. Ghetto. Ghetto. I don't know. If I'm, I don't think I'm here for it either. I feel like people put too much trust and put too much power in these celebrities' hands. Right. Like, I understand if you like her music, but her music has nothing to do with our presidential elect. Yeah, yeah. Nothing whatsoever at all. I don't even trust the politicians. You think I'm going to sit there and trust a celebrity that likes the politician? No. Mm. Mind you, all these rich people, they end up hanging out in the same little circles. So chances are Taylor Swift is in cahoots with a, a politician of some sort. You know what I mean? Or not even cahoots, but they have met, they have talked. You know, there there's money that gets passed around. Sometimes celebrities fund um, these these campaigns. Like, dude, 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 dude. Separate the two. Separate the two, please. But my thing would be also, too, like, how much power do you think Taylor Swift... Do you think Taylor Swift knows she has all this power, A? Yes. And then, B, do you think she's really going to feed into this whoever I vote for, you're going to vote for it too? No. And here's why. She dropped her documentary and it was supposed to be some kind of like female empowerment thing. It was a whole lot of nothing. Taylor Swift doesn't take stance, a, a, a real solid stance on anything. She handles stuff similar to how Selena Gomez handles things. Ew. It's like, guys, stop. And that's pretty much the end of that. Or, oh, liberation like it's really it's never really a take it's always just kind of like a generic front of the page of tumblr kind of sentence that they can just weasel on by with right i don't know what what do you think do you think she will like 
I don't know Taylor. <laughs> I don't know Taylor. I don't know her. I don't listen to her music. I don't I don't listen to Taylor. I don't know her well enough, I feel like, to give a stance on this. Right now we're beefing, matter of fact. So <laughs> let me I'm joking. I'm joking. Even though we are beefing. But I don't think she would. I think it depends on how passionate she is about politics. And I feel like that's something a lot of celebrities don't really talk about yeah. publicly. Yeah. I mean, some do. But I've never seen this from Taylor, you know. But if she's really passionate about it, I don't see why not. Why not use your power, mm. you know? We'll see how she uses it, if she uses it. Because right now she's, like, knees deep in this football thing and knees deep in her tours and uh, all that stuff. Is she still on tour? She is doing her second leg of the tour uh, soon. There's still more of this tour. Yes. And I think she's – I don't know where she's going to be. I don't know where she's going to be for the second leg. Um, But – She's going back on tour, similar to how Drake did it. They they did their thing. Oh, and the weekend, like they did. Beyonce do it too. They did their initial tour, and then took a break, and then went back for their quote unquote second leg, to travel to slightly different areas. Wow. Cool. Oh, in October. Yeah, she'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back. I'm just wow. She's gonna make bank. She's making bank. You know, she has contributed to the economy so much. Every. A city that she's been in, they received a huge increase in local businesses, local hotels, look like l- literally all the surrounding areas in the city that she would tour in had huge percentage increases. How about Beyonce? Beyonce did too. Beyonce did too. But Taylor has broken records. Beyonce did a good job though. Um, but something about Taylor Swift, these people, they eat her right up. You don't have me wanting to watch a movie. Do it. It's, I'll wait for it to be on. Which movie? The the Americana one? The Eras Tour. The Eras Tour is fun. It's just her performing. Oh, then I don't care. That's to watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Americana one, if you want to hate watch something, hate watch that. Like literally, she says a whole lot of nothing, and the fans eat it right up. They eat it up. Um, anyway, guys, for the next bit of entertainment news, um, Corey, what's your what are you uh, second most excited about? Halle, oh, second most excited about? Yeah. Uh, because I said Halle Bailey, I'll continue. Halle Bailey <laughs> is clapping back at people that are saying she was gaslighting and lying to them during their pregnancy. Halle Bailey. What are your thoughts on this? I feel like she had A-list potential and she's dragging herself down to B slash C-list celebrity because of this baby situation, that man, the drama, and all of that. Dude, you are a Disney princess. You are. Stand up. Stop involving yourself in this petty internet drama. I don't need to see you on Shade Room every single day, dude. You are a Disney princess. Act like it. We don't ever see these Disney princesses in this drama, bro. We don't. Come, the little mermaid? The little mermaid, bro? My thing, she could have done so much better. Like, she's such a queen. Such a queen. And, like, DDG literally, I would be all here for DDG if he didn't diss her on that song. And if he didn't cheat. And then cheated cheated again after it became public. He cheat. This was, like, one of our, this is why we started hating DDG, right? Yes, he's successful. Yes, he makes his own money. Ah, entrepreneur. Fine. When they got together, one of the biggest things that popped out when they first got together was, oh, he was cheating on her. Because I believe Ruby Rose put him on blast and aired out all the text messages between them. Okay, fine. So he got caught cheating. That was on the shade room. Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, he hit her up again. He Ruby hit Rose. Ruby Rose. They were talking again. 
So now this dude has cheated more than once publicly. We've seen it. We've heard it, right? We're all like, oh, Hallie, leave him, leave him, leave him. Fast forward. Now he and Hallie are hanging out at a bowling alley with Blueface and Krishan. That is some Z-list celebrity activities, bro. The Disney you princess. Z-list? Z-list, bro. You as a Disney princess do not need to be at a bowling alley with Blueface. I, 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 if I were her PR people, I'd rip my hair out. Like, rip my hair out. So then they were hanging out there. Okay, so now everybody hates DDG a little bit more. Fast forward to recently, they're hiding the preg- pregnancy. They're pretending nothing's happening. And then when people call them out on it, they're like, oh, you guys are being nosy. Why are you in our business for? Gosh, this is why celebrities can have a regular life. And then boom, you have a baby. And then you talk about it publicly. Yeah, you gaslit us. That's the definition of gaslighting. What? <laughs> what are you clapping back for? Hallie, don't piss me off, bro. Don't piss me off, Hallie. No, I definitely see that. Like, I was so confused. I, at first, I wasn't thinking she was. At first, I thought she was pregnant because I saw a bump in some of her pictures. Mm. But then they kept saying she's not pregnant. They were low key getting mad at us too. What? I'm like, oh, there's no way she's pregnant. But then she says, "Boom! I had a kid." My eyes were so wide. I was so confused. I was like, "T," and his name was Halo. Okay, Beyonce. Oh, that's the name. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. Halo. What's DDG's last name? I don't know this man. Let's see. DDG. Oh, man. Literally, I looked up DDG. He said cheated. <laughs> you see? Like, that's such... Daryl Dwayne Granberry. <laughs> so the, the name of the baby is Halo Granberry? That sounds like a children's book. Woof. <laughs> 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 no. Halo HG? I guess. Daryl Dwayne Granberry Jr. But no, y'all have to let us know on our Instagram. Do you think that Halle Bailey gaslit us? Rachel thinks yes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Because they were really in denial about it. And people kept saying it. Yeah, we were low-key getting in trouble. Right. Why am I being scolded when we were, like, why am I being scolded? No. We were right the entire time. Right. Like, like, no. Actually, I didn't believe she was pregnant until I literally saw the baby. I I thought they were she telling the truth. Well. She, she did. Did you see her pictures that she posted when she she posted a um a photo shoot that she had a couple months ago, I guess, and she showed that they photoshopped the stomach out. And she's like, oh. "Bro, I tell you how <laughs> fake this stuff is because what? Dude, I'm telling you like they gaslit the life out of us. But yeah, we're going to make a post on Instagram and um you guys, you know, just answer on the poll, okay? Our Instagram is wakeupcall.whip and we're just going to talk about all the drama that we talked about here today and I really want to know what people think. So No, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm appalled to say the least. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Another thing that happened. Ah, which one should we talk about? Cuz we don't have that much time left. Mm. Oh goodness! Oh gosh! Okay, or should we, we gotta, try to, let's try to do both. We we can try to do both, but I think the Nikki thing is worth talking about. Okay, let's talk about it. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So, um, the Nicki Minaj and Megan Stallion beef. So I don't know if you guys know. Wait, do you know Rachel? I do, but I don't know every detail. That's the funny part. You're disappointing me. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I've been seeing TikTok memes out the wazoo, but I don't know what's going on for real. Like, why is this even happening in the first place? Why? Nikki, I'm so tired of... Yo. No, Nikki Minaj reached a new low. So, basically, what had happened was Nikki Minaj... Okay. 
Okay, wait. Oh, you're recording me. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me get ready for the cam. Okay, so, so, Nikki, not Nikki, Megan Thee Stallion made a new song called Hiss. In the song, she says, people aren't mad at Megan, they're mad at Megan's Law. Nicki Minaj took that and ran, thinking it was about her and her husband. Because, back up a few inches, Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth something, had allegations against them for, like, sexual stuff, right? And I just watched part of the video yesterday. Jennifer Hugh is the lady that apparently experienced all this stuff from Nicki Minaj and her husband when she was, like, younger. Flash forward to now, Nicki Minaj took that and ran and was like, oh, she's not ready. You just started something. You did this, yada, yada, yada. You didn't even know. My song has been ready for two days now, and she's about to release it. And in the song, she's talking about Bigfoot, calling Megan Bigfoot, and, like, saying she can only walk on one foot because, you know, she got shot in the other. She brought up her deceased mother, which is like an ultimate, ultimate low. And let me read to you all what she posted on her story. She said, it's been ready for two days. I was trying to be cool and let her get her little streams. Wasn't going to say anything. But I remember how I, how everyone kept my name in their mouth and how I said the next person mentioned my family is going to regret it. BTW, they haven't even heard the song. Who said it's even a diss? Question mark. Never even knew I had this much power. Yes, you did. Didn't charge her for the hot girl summer verse that I recorded the night she begged and begged. And mind you, this begged is in capitalized letters to go on my live. But it's okay. My my man Pluto charged her 250k for the verse. And then that was all she said. And then she made some other posts too, right? Megan Thee Stallion made a new song called Hiss. In the song, she says, people aren't mad at Megan, they're mad at Megan's Law. Nicki Minaj took that and ran, thinking it was about her and her husband. Because, back up a few inches, Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth something, had allegations against them for, like, sexual stuff, right? And I just watched part of the video yesterday. Jennifer Hugh is the lady that apparently experienced all this stuff from Nicki Minaj and her husband when she was, like, younger. Flash forward to now, Nicki Minaj took that and ran and was like, oh, she's not ready. You just started something. You did this, yada, yada, yada. You didn't even know. My song has been ready for two days now, and she's about to release it. And in the song, she's talking about Bigfoot, calling Megan Bigfoot, and, like, saying she can only walk on one foot because, you know, she got shot in the other. She brought up her deceased mother, which is like an ultimate, ultimate low. And let me read to you all what she posted on her story. She said, it's been ready for two days. I was trying to be cool and let her get her little streams. Wasn't going to say anything. But I remember how I, how everyone kept my name in their mouth. And I, how I said the next person mentioned my family is going to regret it. BTW, they haven't even heard the song. Who said it's even a diss? Question mark. Never even knew I had this much power. Yes, you did. Didn't charge her for the hot girl summer verse that I recorded the night she begged and begged. And mind you, this begged is in capitalized letters to go on my live. But it's okay. My my man Pluto charged her 250K for the verse. And then that was all she said. And then she made some other posts too, right? But... All Megan said in her song, like I said, was um, they're not mad at Megan. They're mad at Megan's law. 
This is a hot mess. mess. Speak it. Corey, 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 Corey. Speak it. It's a okay. Tea. First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I need to record you because I need to hear <laughs> what words is Rachel, the one and only Abelard. Hold on, hold on. No, here's the Abelard thing. Abelard about to say. Halle Bailey and Nicki Minaj are pissing me off right now, right? Because you had A-list status, celebrity status. You were at the top, and you keep involving yourself with petty BS that's knocking you down. Nicki, you are a legend. Stop it. Stop involving yourself with all the drama because people are getting tired of you. And especially since you're going after Megan the Stallion, someone who has been a victim for a solid three, four years now. Guys, she just checked her watch. Bro, like, come on. She's been a victim for a solid four years plus, okay? First it started with her mom dying. Then she just had to get shot in the foot. Now we're talking this and that. and that. Now you're coming after her, but not just, you know, oh, she's a bad rapper. You're coming for her dead mother. You're coming for her bloody foot. And then you're naming your song Bigfoot? How old are we? Nicki Minaj. What's her real name? I'm about to Google it. I think it's like Onika. Yeah. Onika Mirage. Like, dude. Like, dude, dude. This is this is so gross. And the fact that she decided to make a song with, what, I believe Ty, Do- Ty Dolla Sign called Hot Girl Summer. And you're going to put Megan on blast for wanting to be on that song. You took the terminology from Megan the Stallion in the first place. Oh. Yes, she wants to be on the song. See? It's called Hot Girl Summer. Who created the whole hot girl trend? Literally, Megan. Okay. Hello. So Hello. why are you going to bite her entire thing and then try to put her on blast for wanting to be on that song? That just doesn't make sense. The math isn't mathing. It does not add up. It doesn't. Okay? It doesn't. I'm so- appalled. I'm appalled by the whole thing. And then she's, you know, going off on Twitter, right? She's had several tweets, right? Just going off. Going off. She's been on this random girl's TikTok. Right. Going off on the random girl because the girl was explaining the tea. What is going on, Corey? I actually, I like Nicki Minaj's music, but I really hope she gets put in her place after this. Because I feel bad. For, I And I only hope she gets put in her place because I actually feel bad for Megan. I haven't really liked many of Megan's new songs recently, but I empathize with her or for her. Yeah. I lost some respect after Party Song. You know his song? This ain't oh, Megan. yes, yes, Party. Is there a clean version of her, that? No, I don't think it. so. That whole song is dirty as heck. But I... You know, and it's funny because he kind of owned her with that song. He, like, put her on blast, cursed her out, did all that. And we thought that kind of, like, the tides were changing because of that. We thought everyone was not going to be a fan of Megan anymore because he exposed her and da-da-da. And here Nikki comes doing goodness, God knows what, saying God knows what. And now everyone's on Megan's side again. She just pushed everything in Megan's favor. She did. You did exactly what you didn't want people to do by doing what you did. Yo, these people are embarrassing. They're no, embarrassing. it's crazy. But no, I'm I support Megan in this, and I think even people that support Nikki are probably supporting Megan solely because what she did was low. Yeah, her fans still don't play though. I think they just got a TikTok page removed because they were critiquing Nicki Minaj. Like they're still down for her. And remember, rem- Corey, season one of Wake Up Call. Like, one of the episodes, we were talking about how Nicki Minaj made a, a whole tweet talking about, oh, guys, no bullying. We don't condone bullying anymore. Hello? We had that whole doing? conversation. We had that whole conversation last semester, and here we are today. Bullying. 
No, I'm not here for it. I don't condone bullying, and she's doing just that. So, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, we need so much more time to talk about that situation. But long story short, Nicki Minaj and Halle Bailey, you guys are on thin ice. Halle, Nicki more than Halle. They're not even in the same caliber. Ca- right. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. But no. The last thing we'll talk about real quick is Krishan <laughs> Rock's new tattoo. Did oh you see that? God. Everyone's disappointed me. Yes, I did see On that. her cheek, yes. a whole picture of Blueface's face. Rachel, I saw that and I quite literally screamed. I was like, there's no way. Not only is he toxic. Not only is he not with you anymore. Not only is he dating somebody else. Not only has he literally brought you to the ground. Like, he's done you so dirty. And you get a tattoo of him on your face. And there's a difference between getting someone's name tatted, right, and a face tatted, right? And there's a difference between getting someone you are with tatted versus someone you're no longer with tatted. But then it's even worse. There's the difference between getting someone that doesn't even respect you tatted versus someone that actually respects you tatted. And she went against everything. On the most prominent part of her face or her body. It would have even been better if it was like a tramp stamp of his face. Can we say that on air? Can we? I don't think so. I think we can. I think the T word's a bad word, right? It is? No, but I agree with you. Like, if she had it on her back, definitely. Yeah, I think that's worth Googling. But um, (laughs) I agree. I mean, these people, they keep knocking themselves lower and lower. Um, Krishan, we... We're rooting for her, just like with Nikki, just like with Halle Bailey. We were ruling, uh, rooting for Krishan, and she just ended up just going back. Like, obviously, there are some issues there, right? Like, substance abuse issues, mental health issues. She's not well. Right. Like, we can s- simply put it there. Did you hear she's moving back in with Blueface? She's moving. And did you see Blueface's other girlfriend, um, Jaden Alexis? She was found at the club with another girl. This, this is, is crazy. The ghettoest drama ever. <laughs> I've ever had the mispleasure of seeing with my own two eyes every time I wake up in the morning. No, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but guys, we can definitely go in depth about that at a later date. Um, but but it's time for our little interview. So um, after this break, we are going to be interviewing a very, very special guest. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm excited about that. So Corey, any last words? We're going to play a song that all of these people need to recognize. You know, you've had some good experiences, but thank you, please. And next, man. Welcome back, everyone, to WHIP Radio's Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Corey Parker, here with the one and only Rachel Abelard. And today, guys, it's super awesome because we have a very very special guest joining us in the studios today. I'm super excited to have him here with us. So with that being said, let me give you guys a nice little introduction. So today we have a phenomenal videographer in the virtual house because I feel like here lately we've been doing a lot of virtual interviews. Right, Rachel? Yeah, I agree. We're really in our virtual bag. Uh, But not only has he worked with athletes, but he's also worked with fashion brands as well and even makes his own personal content too. Outside of videography, this guest can be found entertaining people with his dancing and amazing edits on TikTok. Like, guys, it's ridiculous. You're going to have to see it. It's so, so crazy. And then on top of that, he's also a current freshman at the illustrious 
Hampton University. Go HBCU. So please help us welcome to Wake Up Crew, Wake Up Call, guys, the one and only Bryce Sanders. How are you doing today? Hey, Bryce. Uh, I'm doing great, guys. That was a great, great uh, introduction. (laughs) I'm glad you liked it. It's so awesome to have you in the studio with us today. Obviously, Bryce, you're on Wake Up Call, which is the morning wake-up show. So we have to ask you the morning question, which is, what's your wake-up routine? And then, are you an early bird or are you a night owl? Okay, so um, morning routine. Uh, I wake up. First thing I do is check my emails, make sure um, I don't have any canceled classes because that is very important. Uh, And then I really just sit in the bed for a little bit, then get up shower do all the hygiene things hygiene is very important and then uh go to class i'm not really a breakfast person so i really don't eat in the morning until probably like 12 11 something like that um and yeah um and then the early bird or night owl i probably say i'm both because i usually go to sleep super late and wake up super early but if i had to pick one i definitely would say early bird because i do sometimes go to sleep very early okay so what time are you talking about when you say you go to sleep late and you wake up late. Early. I, late, I would say like I go to sleep sometimes at like two a.m. Sometimes, Bryce. sometimes, and then I wake up at like seven. Okay, okay, but Bryce, two a.m. Yeah. Two a.m. Come on, man. I know. I'm trying to work on it. Second semester, I got to lock in. I know you have to lock in. I'm here for it though. Like you're in your bag. You're doing so many things. But before we really dive into all of your work and everything that you're doing, you're a freshman, like I said, at Hampton University. So tell us about your experience so far. What have you been up to? What are you doing? Are you enjoying the college life? High school just ended, kind of. So what's the transition been like for you? Uh, The transition was actually pretty smooth. Um, I got the opportunity to be here in the summer for about like five weeks, um, get extra credits and also like kind of build my friend group so my friend group was very solid I didn't have problems uh finding uh friends or anything also my best friend is here with me as well so um it's been a smooth transition really just been trying to stay focused on work and uh my grades obviously school comes first uh but yeah I love that I love that so at Hampton University what are you majoring in because obviously you do videography but I know sometimes people and I can speak for myself, too, as well, don't major in the same thing that they actually want to do career-wise. So for you, are you actually majoring in film or something else? I am a marketing major. Um, Period. <laughs> represent, represent. Represent. <laughs> yeah, I'm a marketing major, uh, but I am planning on minoring in film and kind of taking it a little bit more serious than I am now. At Hampton, is marketing in business or is it a part of yeah. like, the communications? Yeah, marketing is in business. It's interesting because I would have thought advertising would have been like business too. Because in my head, marketing and advertising kind of go hand in hand, no? Yeah, they say um, advertising is a lot more creative and marketing is a lot more analytical, like simply put. So I guess it makes sense that it's in the business. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. 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 So, okay. First of all, cool major. All right. So... When did you realize you had a passion for videography and how do you plan to kind of merge that with your major? Um, It really kind of started in, I say October, really. It's very brand new for me, Um, but it really started off just content creation. Just I wanted a camera. I've always had like a, uh, I've always been recording. So um, 
I wanted to just up my quality. So I got a camera and really just started recording. But when home came, homecoming came around, um, I really just started recording all the events and posting them. And from there, it just blew up kind of on campus. Okay, hold up. Do you like, okay, okay we're going to talk about your TikTok. We're going to talk about your TikTok. <laughs> I need to know like the business side of TikTok for real, for real. Um, so I got you. So who has been your biggest inspiration for videography? For videography, um, I feel like um, I really take a lot of my, I guess, like vision from like movies and like other videos I see um, on the Internet. Um, but I really would say like specifically like to keep me going, I would say God is my inspiration and my like movement. Um, but yeah. Okay. No, I love that. I think that's so important. Last week, we actually had an author who talked about how God has really been her inspiration and just has kept her going with everything. So I love to hear you say that. And it's that's that's so, so real, too. You have made, like, so many videos. We're starting off with just your general videos currently, right? What other type of videos have you made? I know you've worked with athletes. You've worked with ZMB, Zach Bias. Last week he was here. Um, so that's super cool. But what other types of people have you worked with? Um, and what has been your creative process when making those videos and collabing with those individuals? Uh, videography um, based yesterday and uh, yesterday I worked with um, the Terps uh, Terps Dance Company uh, their dance company on uh, campus also I worked with um, Jolly Afrique they're also a dance uh, group on campus as well so I do a lot of like dance groups um, also I'm a, a personal videographer for Joshua Hoover he's an entertainer um, and um, yeah really just a lot of dance groups at the moment um, I also uh, just kind of I film really anything, but um, yeah. No, I love that. I think that's so cool, especially nowadays with content creation becoming such a big thing. People are thriving by just doing get ready with me's. So let alone videos that really require great edits, great production. I love to hear you doing that. And I think especially from seeing your videos and the things you've made, you're doing so, so well. The things that you've created are so amazing. And when I saw um, Zach's trailer for his new um piece that he made for his company i was like this video is ridiculous and it's so funny i see your name on everything i see like bryce visions um so how did you come up with that name bryce visions obviously your name is bryce but like what was the whole like process between you and you coming up with this name um i was really like like that was one thing that was like really hard for me definitely a name so i was with my room or not my roommate but um my neighbor down the hall his name is bryce as well and i was like yo, we got to figure out a name or like, I'm just not, I'm either going to just post it on my page or I need to make a page. And we just went through all the names. And I think that visions just like really caught my attention just because I feel like visions isn't really used a lot. Right. And it's not really like the simple like photography name or videography name or just content creating name. Uh, so yeah, that's really, that's really how it came about. No, that makes complete sense. And I feel like that's a very rare like type of thing to associate with film and I think that's super cool so like do you think you have a special just unique thing that's specific to Bryce's visions or like what makes you stand out what makes you different than other videographers that are out there um I definitely would say like I put I try to um I try to like 
I guess make it seem like you're there, like like you can enjoy the video, like you can enjoy it through the screen, like you would be enjoying it in person. Um, I say like editing is definitely one thing that like really up to my content. Uh, because at first I was just posting raw, like just raw videos from my camera. Um, it looked good, but until I really like kept doing research, definitely editing comes uh a big way um in content creation especially in videography and doing anything cinematic um and yeah no that's so cool i love that it's it's so interesting to hear the like how videographers do what they do because it's super impressive super super impressive and so many different ways to approach it right like all the way down to the name people are usually like brace photography right brace videography group it's like you know i mean just being creative you know giving that extra pizzazz um that definitely needs a creative eye so what what are your um goals i mean you say you're you're filming a lot of dance groups right now a lot of product launches and stuff but what is your like dream like collab yeah dream collab or like just goal for me probably um I watch like a lot, like a lot of YouTube, like a lot of YouTube. I heard you guys talking about DDG and like, that's somebody I watch like all the time. Oh um, no. I, so like, we, did not <laughs> no. we just picked on that guy for <laughs> right. like 30 minutes. And I heard it. I heard it. But um, yeah, like they always have videographers or like personal cameramans. Um, so that's definitely one thing I want to do. Um, like record for somebody like I always, I already re- record for somebody who's like, has a very big name. Um, but definitely get into like more YouTube. Also, um, I want to make sure like I get I started like recording behind the scenes and stuff like that. I want to get like my content on videography um, up there. Um, and also, I want to start doing music videos as well. Um, but yeah, that's really the goal right now. Uh, just continue to uh, improve my craft. Okay. Yeah, that's that's those are pretty solid goals. And apparently videographers for like big YouTubers make big money. That could be you, Bryce. That yeah, could be you. That's gonna be you. Up buddy. and coming. Yeah. Big next. <laughs> no, so like what I wanna know, like what's your creative process when making these videos? You said your goal is to make it so people actually feel like they're there when you're recording these videos. So how do you actually like come up with the whole I don't know what the terminology is in videography, but you know the scenes, how they plan out all the scenes. Like, how do you go? Mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, board, like board, uh, script board, board, board. Bryce, do you know help what us. I'm talking about? Can you help? I just call it a vision. That's really that's oh, what I. Right, call right, it. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, so right. how do you come up with the vision for your productions? Um, like I said, I take a lot of like. I guess notes from other things I've seen, but right. the most important thing for me is angles. So I make sure I can like hit like what I'm recording from a bunch of different angles. So like when I see that, when I like go back and edit it, I'm like excited for that because I know it's going to look good. But the second thing I do is find a great song, a great song. If you have a great song and edit it correctly, um, the video would turn out amazing. Uh, but if you have a song I remember like the first video I put out, I had an amazing song, but I didn't like edit the edit the video to the song. So like it was kind of just transitions whenever, you know, like just very random. Uh, But definitely that is very important when it comes to like the process of making the video. No, I bet. I bet. I never thought about the music involved for the videos, but the angles, I definitely get that. But speaking of angles and just 
videography and recording. Let's talk about your TikTok, okay? So your TikTok, I was scrolling through, and I was so amazed. I don't remember which video it was, but the camera shook, and you grabbed somebody's shirt. Then you got thrown across the room, and there you were again. When I tell you I've never seen anything like that in my <laughs> life, Rachel, I'm going to show it to you yeah, during that. break. It was ridiculous. It was insane. I'm so... I was so here for it, bottom line. I was so here for it. But tell us a little bit about your TikTok and how you got into that field of content creation. Um, So I really, everybody started off TikTok as like, oh, it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, But like my thing with that, like since TikTok was a thing, like I really wanted to like be big on TikTok and kind of like content create. So I've like went through probably about 10, 10 different TikTok accounts. Um, I really started taking it serious in 2020. I had my own personal account. Um, I think I hit like around 50k followers. Um, and I was really posting skits and like relatable stuff. But what you need with my group that started in 2022, um, we really danced. Me and Destin really danced like all the time since we've known each other since we were kids, and we always danced. Um, and JoJo, we didn't know JoJo like until like we started that tiktok thing like we knew her like a month before we started that um and yeah we just started dancing every day our teacher we have two classes it was our foods class we had a baking class um and she had two classrooms and she let us use the other classroom and we kind of just started really trying to make our videos outside of the box because we see a lot of people dancing setting them to the phone um and just you know doing the regular trends but we thought we could spice it up a little bit um and yeah did you like ever expect your tiktok to blow up as much as it has because you guys currently have over 17 million likes and over three hundred and ninety thousand followers did you guys think that was going to ever happen to be honest no uh but personally like uh like me hitting 50k on my other account i felt like it definitely was possible um just had to be very consistent with it no y'all have been killing the game for real some of the best literally some of the best tiktoks i've ever seen and rachel knows my tiktok is very much <laughs> not your typical tiktok i don't get the most like hyped most popular videos right. she but be watching anything she be watching anything on tiktok no i really do <laughs> like it's really random but i was so intrigued with the content that you guys had on yours but i now want to talk about just the video production of your TikToks. Who's recording them? How are, are you the one editing them? Because, Rachel, I'm telling you, it's insane. It's ridiculous. But who's, like, the one behind the scenes actually doing these videos? So that is JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. She is amazing. She goes to Pepperdine. So, like, that's kind of, like, why we're not really together right now. So she's in California. But to be honest, guys, there is zero edits. Like, I can put my right hand up. There's zero edits. Are you being serious? I'm so serious. There's there's zero edits. It's all it's all transitions. So like say like you said I threw like my jacket through and then I landed on some somewhere else. It's kind of just like we kind of try to mimic where that item is and just keep recording. Most of the time the at first it probably took us about like 10 takes. 20 takes sometimes but like once we got it down once we really started doing it, it took us about like one two takes uh at most so yo but there's a there's a, there's a lot of videos on uh our page so you can see the behind the scenes that's insane it's that's ridiculous insane. so is this is this kind of an approach that you want to take um you know when you work with other people kind of more practical effects is that something that you value is that 
or is that just something that came to be while on TikTok? Uh, I think that was a really thing just came to be on TikTok. Uh, I kind of keep that specific to like just me, Destin and Jojo really. Mm. Um, but definitely want to like take that more serious once we are like more in the same area because we're kind of spread out other than me and Destin. We're together, but it's kind of hard without Jojo. She's really like a huge piece on the team. No, I bet. I bet. So speaking of Destin, you posted on your TikTok and y'all have taken to your social media pages how he was sadly recently in a bad car accident. So how is he doing today? Is he back on his feet to give us his update? He's amazing. I don't know how he does it. Like, I don't know how he did it, uh, but he's amazing. He um, was in a terrible car accident in the hospital for many weeks, um, but he went home in November and he just got back to campus like two weeks ago. So um, he's doing amazing. So Is he at Hampton with that. you? Yeah, he's at Hampton. What an I Are y'all roommates? No, we're not roommates, uh, but he came, he, he applied very late. When I came here, I just said, bro, apply, see what happens. And he got in, came to the summer program with me and first I semester, second semester. I love that. I love that. I love that you guys are together. I love hearing best friend stories because right. best friend stories are so iconic and you were there for him. I saw it all on the social media. So I really applaud you for that. And I love that you guys have yeah. that big friendship. It's like a Disney movie. It's like, it oh, is. we're going to college together. <laughs> It's right, like everyone's dream, right? No, that would be so cool. Y'all could make it. <laughs> right, right. But no, so the last question we have for you is, for people that want to get into, I guess it's going to be two parts. People that want to get into just film and videography, what advice would you give to them? And then for people that want to get into TikTok content, what advice would you give to them? So film, I definitely would say, like, invest in your craft. Um, even if it's like, literally going to mow the lawn like if you don't have a job or whatever just save keep saving your money and like really um invest in like a camera um my first camera was like uh a, a lower sony quality uh camera but it did enough for me uh to vlog and make content with my friends and then i eventually ended up getting a higher quality camera that really like stepped up my game and really made me be like oh snap I got to do videography like it looks too good. Right. Um, so definitely uh, invest in your craft. And second, I would say definitely uh, stay consistent. And that goes for both TikTok and videography. Um, I feel like videography is a lot more hard to stay consistent in your content because you're shooting for other people. You're not shooting for yourself. So you don't really know what people want to see um, uh, on your page. Um, but TikTok, you have to stay consistent. There was a time when my personal page I was posting obviously it was easier for me to post these videos because it was like relatable quotes and things like that and people would love them uh, but I would post 10, 10 videos a day on my personal page and on uh, the what you need page we posted at least three a day um, so consistency is like very 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 key um, especially when it comes to TikTok because people just want to keep that. seeing videos right. and scroll yeah that's crazy because, okay, right now we're trying to build our Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you, I know you say TikTok is different because, you, you know, it's definitely like a lot more content that needs to be pushed out. But for Instagram, how would you approach that? Like, how do you think we should grow that? Instagram, definitely reels, start doing more like videos. I feel like I, like I was thinking this, I don't know if you guys like 
like the setup that you guys have is amazing like if you guys put a camera in there and posted it on youtube i'm telling you it's gonna take off and start posting reels and like it's the reels tiktoks it's things like that and just be super consistent with it you guys are already doing it every day so you might as well just put a camera yeah, in there and start posting on reels and tiktoks all right we heard it from the legend himself we right gonna, bryce right. vision we gotta step it up we do bryce so, had a vision bryce had a vision <laughs> you know what that makes me think of raven's home you know right. how they had the yeah the did eye. you ever watch that <laughs> that's all raven no no oh yeah, you guys oh wait yes i had oh, oh. I'm, I'm bugging yes i have okay With good the vision i mean i didn't watch that still raven either but we know so bryce for people that want to stay up to date with everything you do, TikToks, videos, where can they find you? Plug yourself now. They can find me at Bryce Visions on uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, all of the above. And does Visions have an S or a Z? It has a Z. V-I-Z or V-I-S-I-O-N-Z. Y'all heard it from Bryce Visions himself. But thank you so, so much, Bryce, for joining us in the studios today. It Thank was, you for having me, guys. It was great having you. But, guys, up next, we will be having our campus conversations, which is super exciting. We're going to be diving into everything, just college conversations. So we'll be right back after this music break. Welcome back, everyone, to WHIP Radio's Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Corey Parker, here with the one and only Rachel Abelard. It is time for our last segment of the day. It's called Campus Conversations. So Campus Conversations is when we dive into something college-related, campus-related. And so today, we're going to be talking about social media addiction and just everything social media. And not even just social media addiction, but technology addiction. I feel like people are so addicted to technology, myself included. I'm trying to work on it, and it fails me almost every single time. (laughs) But the point here is, let's talk about it. Rachel, would you say that you're addicted to social media? Be honest. Okay, outside of what we have to do for Wake Up Call, because we use social media to find what we talk about. I was going to say, I'm on Instagram right now. Um, Please. Yeah, I do have an addiction. Every morning I wake up. And one of the first things that I do is I go through all my apps. So I'll, like, um, check Reddit, check Instagram, check Facebook, check TikTok, check Slack, GroupMe, emails, and then I'll get my day started. And I have to go through all of those things almost like an addict because I feel like if I miss something, then I'm missing out on potential conversations, potential knowledge, potential all of that. Do you have an addiction? I know you said you had a problem with TikTok. How's that going? Well, I definitely do have an addiction. I try to work. I'm trying to work on it, but it's super hard. Like, that's how I stay in tune with everything going on around me, even here at school. Like, you need social media even at school to really stay up to date with everything going on. So I would definitely say I have an addiction. I try to work on it pretty frequently, but then it it just fails me. It just fails me. But I'm saying that to say, like, it's super hard in this world to not have an addiction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but what would you say is like your most used social media app? Instagram. And it has been Instagram for a long time, I believe. And that's because um, the kind of content that I get, I think it's just satisfying. I think it it's, just, it's so polished in a way that I kind of enjoy people putting real effort on their pictures, their videos, their style, all of that stuff. It's really cool. What about you? 
Instagram is definitely my most used as well. I love Instagram. I actually like it better than TikTok at times mm-hmm. because of my reels. TikTok is like the, TikTok. Instagram is the one-stop shop for everything. You get the tweets because people are always posting tweets. Thank you. People are posting posts so I can stay nosy. People are posting reels, which are basically TikToks, and I can DM my friends. Like, hello? Yeah, that's... You're killing, like, four birds with one stone. Seriously, because Twitter doesn't really do well with videos. TikTok doesn't really do well with text. Uh, Facebook is trash all around. All around trash. trash. Okay, you know, Reddit is for weirdos, me included. It's like... it. Instagram is really the one-stop shop, just it like is. wake up call, right? Isn't that crazy? It, you really, you really just ate. You just, <laughs> ate, you just ate that. Y'all heard it. We're the one-stop shop for your mornings. Wake up call. Wake up call. Right, exactly. Anyway, that's hilarious. No, that was really good. Thanks. I try. You know, you got to plug. I try. Um, but yeah, guys. So we want to get into um, just the topic of addictions as a college student in general as well, right? right? Right, so um, I l- did some digging, okay, and I saw that um, I'm gonna list some of like the biggest addictions, and then everything that applies to you just go ding, okay? okay. Ready? And Ca- then I'm gonna read the list, and you're gonna do dings. Okay, okay. So caffeine addiction, quiet. Social media, ding. Okay. Um, alcohol and party culture, quiet. Netflix, ding. Um, we've got gaming. It depends on how I'm feeling. Okay. It's Shopping. A... <laughs> With what money? I like to look. <laughs> I'm addicted to looking at things I know I can't buy. Okay. All right. Um, prescription drugs. Um, well, I had to take like prescription allergy medicines. Okay. So I does think that... you're good. I don't, I, don't think... <laughs> I don't think you misused that at all. Right. Um, so those are the few that I found. What did you find? Did you find anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. Most, what did you even look up? So, um, college addictions. Yeah, list of college addictions. Yeah, some of the top. Um, but you know, generally, it's it's a lot of the same kind of worlds of addiction. You know, you've got the phone, the drug use, the this and that. Um, actually, in terms of, um, in in terms of um gaming and actually, I'm gonna go through the stats real quick. Okay, so for Caffeine addiction, um, let's see. Many students rely on it. Um, They do. Celsius, people drink that like it's it's some drug. It's literally on campus. You know what I mean? Like they purposefully sell to the students on campus, which is smart from a business standpoint. Um, 83.2% of respondents, um, this information was taken by the Center of Collegiate Mental Health, 83.2% of the respondents um, report that they consume caffeine um, on a pretty, on a regular basis. So that's a a huge majority. Okay. Um, The Pew Research Center found that 88% of 18 to 29 year olds in the United States use social media, abuse social media. Okay. We got that. Um, We also have smartphones, but I think that's kind of synonymous with social media addiction, Um, gaming addictions, um, 7% of college students reported symptoms of problematic gaming, such as preoccupation, loss of control, and withdrawal symptoms when they're not gaming. So it's a small percentage, but there are a lot of college students. So 7% is still a fat number. But, like, video gaming is also a job. People are making money. So I think it would be important to take the next step with that gaming calculation. Mm. What amount of these people are 
actually getting paid. Like, you know, on t- on YouTube, people will record themselves playing Fortnite. I watch people play Fortnite. It's fun. So if it's people like that who are actually making a living out of it, I'm here for it. Get your bag. But addiction is addiction. Like, it's like people, there are people that love their jobs a little too much. So work you know what I mean? Like workaholic? Workaholic, yeah. And it's still, if it impacts your life negatively in any capacity, like, oh, I can't think of anything else other than this one thing that I want to do. It's an addiction, buddy. It's then an I addiction. I think I'm addicted to radio. Oh, yeah. Corey's addiction is this flipping radio station. Like, we will be, we will have seven weeks of break and Corey will be like, guys, I just thought of something. What? It's like, yo, if you don't sit down, <laughs> if you don't sit down, like, yo, if she's not talking about it, she's writing about it. If she's not writing about it, she's on the Instagram. If she's not on the Instagram, she's thinking about it. If she's not thinking about it, she's dreaming about it. Like, it's- no, it's real. <laughs> like, I'm actually addicted, but I'm so passionate about taking it to new levels. Like, right. When we added the segments, when I tell you I was on them, I'm like, guys, like, let's do these segments. Let's do these segments. Yeah. I was so excited. Like, I just think we have so much potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, honestly, we do kind of need that contrast of someone that's, like, really into it and then someone else that can be like, hey, dude, take a deep breath. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, everything in moderation, guys. Everything in moderation. So this is our college advice segment, right? right? So what kind of advice do you have for someone managing some, you know, addictions. Of course, they vary, you know, in, in extremes. But how, how, what kind of advice do you have? What advice? Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say, um, I would say, don't, I don't know, find things. <laughs> hey, you want to pop a squat? Yes, sir. What's up? Uh, what's your name? <laughs> My name's Brent. I didn't know you guys were on air. I yeah. think I'm the next show. <laughs> What show is this? This is Wake, Wake up, up Call. Wake Up Call? Yeah. How you doing, America? What's up, Michelle? What's your name again? My name's Brendan. Brendan. Brendan, do you have any advice for, like, um, various addictions that a lot of college students face? Like drinking and all that? Yeah. Uh, I think working out's a good solution. Okay. That creates natural endorphins, and that's, that's the same chemical that uh, a lot of opioids sort of, um, what, what's the word? Not recreate, but uh, simulate. Simulate. Right. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. Cool. Great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's that's what we were doing for this segment. We were um, kind of giving advice to college students. But what show are you on for? Uh, national sports. Na- and so y'all come got- up right next. Up next, right? Yeah. Yeah. So make sure y'all tune in. Yeah, tune in for national sports, guys. Um, yeah, they're they're gonna kill it. So, um, guys, that's about it for wake up call this morning. But we'll see you tomorrow, bright and early at nine a.m. Okay. Yes. Um, and yeah, it'll just be uh, Corey, Jay, and Randy. So, guys, have fun tomorrow. Okay. We'll see y'all. Yeah.